Welcome to Because You Need to Know, recorded live at the Cohen Multimedia Studio at Chautauqua Institution. I am Edwin K. Morse, President and Founder of Pioneer Knowledge Services. This series is your digital resource of valuable conversations with nonprofit and knowledge management enthusiasts from across industries and from around the globe. Today we're joined with Eugene Viktorov, and he is an experienced knowledge manager based in St. Petersburg, Russia. For the last four years, he's worked specifically in the oil and gas industry, and he also is the lead for the largest Russian language-based KM community of practice. He also is passionate about leading research in the applicability of IT tools for knowledge management, and he's currently researching critical knowledge identification and knowledge mapping. In the challenge of knowledge management, the three main spokes of the wheel are people, technology, and processes. And your expertise and aspirations and passion are around technology. Can we talk about uh, what's what's the passionate thing that gets you excited? Yeah, definitely. We can speak about technology. That's where my background and where I'm from, where my roots are. The thing which is on my mind now is how people... Uh, can uh, embrace new technologies uh, because everyone is asking about that and uh, it's uh, the thing which people more often focus on uh, than on the people behavior and on the processes they more often they focus on technologies this, this is something they, they can touch and they face every day uh, what's on my mind is uh, how they can uh, embrace new artificial intelligence uh, technologies and ontologies and uh, just let's start with this okay so what's going on in artificial intelligence well first of all i'm not a specialist and uh, not an expert in artificial intelligence so i only can see what what happens and uh, what happens in km around that so first of all i would say uh definitely many people uh see search engines uh as the biggest and the most flavored application for artificial intelligence so to be able to synthesize and go into deep dive collection and and production of new knowledge or new insights. Definitely. They need to find something uh, they, they have seen somewhere or sometime. And uh, what I see is that many uh, projects are run in uh, this area. They, uh, uh, they all try to take into account language specifics. And uh, here we come to some issues and challenges. Right, because you, you're, you're talking language as far as actual society-type bound understanding of words and contextual understanding. Yeah, and uh, another challenge is that uh, we have very different languages. For example, uh, as I'm from Russia, and many, say, natural language processing engines, they work great with English. But they don't work with Russian at all because the grammar is absolutely different. And and starting with the alphabet, the alphabet is absolutely different. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Everything's yeah. different, right? Right. So does that mean that the main consumer of AI or that machine understanding is an English-based? Yeah, I would say it's the market maturity uh, because at some point there are several projects, uh, say, which work both with Russian and with English. Uh, say, which work with the Chinese, which work with Arabic and other non-English languages. Mm -hmm. That's a huge challenge, how to work with that really good. And that's where specific technologies and uh, I would even say 
scientific disciplines come to play, like ontologies, because an, a good ontology is basically a foundation for any artificial intelligence engine. So is that a weak spot for knowledge management or is that a weak spot for the technology or both? I would say for both because we, uh, when I say we, I mean uh, me and my colleague at my current job, we work with uh, scientists and with the uh, universities and ask them if they have any anything to offer if we have to work with ontologies. Mm-hmm. And they say, yeah, we have lots of academia studies and almost nothing to practice. <laughs> well, what's the key ingredient to a good ontology? A good subject matter area, an expert. So somebody to go through it and make and double check. Yeah, or, or... absolutely. Someone would, I would say that uh, it could be started with a, even manual uh, scaffolding. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we can run something, some automated fill-in, but then obviously some experts should go and check if it's correct at all. The ontology, just for clarification, the ontology itself is more than just the tree connection of classification, like superior to subordinate type classification. It has a contextual relationship also, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, so it has a parent and child relationships mm-hmm. and uh, some sideline sibling relationships also. And these create some challenges to work with because mm-hmm. uh, you can work with it with ontology as a text editor. You can work with it as a set of rules as a, uh, and as a set of objects and the connections between them. So you can imagine that as a mind map, which is the easiest way to and the simplest way to show them an ontology right but then if you add up some rules for example let's say object a may have sibling of type b but it may not have a sibling of type c so and this uh, adds up lots of complexity starting with ontology editors uh, we've been looking for one and we haven't found one which uh, again, which works with the Russian <laughs> the language that's language specific and grammar specific as yeah, well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because there are several uh, editors which are good in con- what is called controlled English, controlled language, when you can type mm. and it creates an ontology based on what you type. So it's really good for some English speaking mm-hmm. uh, experts. You brought up the fact of the subject matter expert to be able to be the person that runs the test to make sure this logic is correct. Yeah. Right. You're working with definitions, you know, depending on the industry. Yeah, I can see that being a humongous challenge. I've never thought about the challenges of just dealing with the language root definitions and understandings and perceptions. Yeah. To even start And with. Uh, when we asked uh, a couple of experts from academia, uh, who should we target for if we decide to hire a knowledge engineer uh, who will work with ontology? And they said... Uh, you can start with a philologist, with a language expert, who just knows how the language works. Mm-hmm. Or either you could start with a mathematician, uh, who will uh, give you a logic of how language works. Or, or they could be a combination of them, because it could be a good a philologist, a language, and let's call him a language mathematician, who knows the logic of the language. Yeah, right. What college or university is teaching <laughs> that degree? I'm afraid no one, no one. <laughs> so that's the, that's the challenge again. How do we find those people? And uh, me personally, I'm uh, 
I'm looking for knowledge engineering now as a new area. It was a hype. There was a hype on that. Say, uh, if I remember, tried in nineties when there was again a new artificial, the first or the second wave of artificial intelligence hype, and uh, everyone was thinking about expert solving uh, systems. Mm. Say languages like Lisp uh, have been created for logic. Uh, but now there's a new wave coming, and uh, let's take a look at uh, devices like Alexa, Google Home. We have our sp specific one for Russian language, a local player. There's a need and, uh, for specialists who can create sets of rules and who can work with language. Well, let's hope that that message of that need gets pushed out far and wide. Thanks for bringing that perception because I think that's a much needed thing to talk about. It's definitely a gap for a lot of different reasons because I, I just never really thought about those two skill sets being in the same bucket, being in the same head, uh, let alone in practice or in hiring practice. Is it, is it, would it even be considered an AI need? It's ontology is not AI, is it? It's a, it's a, it's a foundation to a good AI system. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and that again, that brings another question if, uh, because I have lots of, uh, arguments, uh, with my colleagues, uh, who say that the new world would be ruled by AI. And I call that a belief in uh, silicon knowledge because uh, it's a knowledge with, which is built up on what has been created before. And uh, there will be, again, uh, human knowledge where people work with uh, people, not with AI. And that's, again, uh, AI cannot generate any experience. Mm -hmm. And my belief is that knowledge is based up on experience. So we need a human first. Uh, but again, that's a, that's a subject of uh, many arguments now. Well, thank you for sharing your time and your expertise, my man. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. Because You Need to Know is designed to bring people's experience and their knowledge forward to be shared. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I thank you for joining in to listen to another conversation brought to you as a public service of Pioneer Knowledge Services, a nonprofit tax exempt organization with a charitable knowledge management purpose. Find us online at pioneer ks.org and add your voice to the conversation on Facebook.